This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Shirts for the Scene. Head over to thepopgoproject.com and you can purchase your favorite band t-shirt today. We are raising money for the local artist in Northeastern Pennsylvania whose income was drastically affected by COVID-19 in 2020. And although we're in a new year, bands will continue to struggle to perform like they once did. So grab a shirt, support a band. The proceeds of each sale go right to the bands whose shirt you are buying. Once again, head over to thepopgoproject.com and grab your shirt today. Shirts for the Scene is made possible by Axelrad Screen Printing. Visit them today at axelradarmy.com. My guest today is from Northeastern Pennsylvania. He's been doing pizza reviews here under the name NEPA Pizza Review for nine years now. And one of his pizza review videos has recently surpassed 280,000 views. While this is not his full-time gig and what he calls a hobby, he's had a huge impact on local pizza venues in Northeastern Pennsylvania. We talk about how he started, why he does what he does, and for no financial gain, mind you, the hate he gets from the Barstool Sports Stoolies, what he has coming up, and more. Glad to have him here in Northeastern Pennsylvania being a champion for our beloved pizza and our local businesses. I consider him to be the OG when it comes to pizza reviews in NEPA. Welcome to the show, Jim Mirabelli of NEPA Pizza Review. And we are live with Jim Mirabelli, NEPA Pizza Review King of Northeastern Pennsylvania. I eat a lot of pizza. I don't know that I'm the pizza king, but uh, it's good to be on the show with you, Johnny. Thanks for having me. Buddy, I don't know, man. I mean, you've been making some uh, big moves, I feel like, lately. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm really not doing anything any different. I, I listen to people. I talk about pizza. I, I try to find the best pizza, and I just get the word out there. I, you know, not really making moves. It's just well, I mean. I, I will get to this in a little bit, but you had a video that surpassed like a ton of views. Uh, so that's, that's really cool. Right. And you've been doing this for a long time. Um, you could say longer than, um, you know, the one and only Dave Portnoy of uh, Barstool sports fame. Right. But uh, I mean, I think what you're doing is great. I mean, I had the pleasure of meeting you. Uh, it wasn't last, last year, November, it was, I think in November of 2019, it was me, you, and the guys from uh, You Want a Pizza Me. Uh, also, some local uh, pizza reviewers here in Northeastern Pennsylvania. They've been quiet lately. I don't know. I feel like they did that review. We, we were we were helping uh, bring some awareness to, um, and you could speak to this better than I could um, because it was kind of you who hooked us up, but um, it, it was some it was some fundraiser. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, Genuzzi's is where we, where we were. They agreed to, um, we, we, I think we were reviewing their Buffalo chicken pizza, which was very good, by the way. Yes. And uh, they agreed to donate uh, a percentage of the sales of every Buffalo chicken uh, pizza that they made to the Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation for Autism, which was my uh, charity, which continues to be my charity of choice. Uh, great guy. He was actually just reviewed by Dave Portnoy this week out of his at his pizzeria. Uh, so really excited for him. Uh, I think that might be coming out tomorrow because he shoots, you know, a week's worth. And uh, I think Freddie's getting ready to be busy. So that was this week. Uh, so they filmed it last week. He's on kind of a, a week delay. So I, I I thought it was coming out tonight. It's it's coming out. Uh, I think tomorrow night. Okay, so so for reference, uh, for those listening, we are recording this. It is currently January 28th. Uh, this will probably be released early uh, next week. So the week, uh, you know, like February 1st, February 2nd. So um, if you haven't seen what Jim is talking about, please, by all means, check that out. That's really cool. Another, and he's local, right? He, he's actually in Detroit, local. Detroit. He's, okay. he's, a, he's a one-man show. Uh, and, uh, you know, he created this, uh, foundation for autism, uh, and, uh, and he's doing great work with it. He equips, uh, classrooms for autistic students. That's great. Uh, and, and so really awesome. Um, you know, so he's, he's a local guy, not any PA local, but, uh, he's, he, you know, great guy, uh, and a good friend of mine. So, um, doing good work there. How did you get hooked up with him? 
So it's amazing uh, the, the people you meet through this whole pizza venture. Uh, so, uh, by the way, this is a hobby of mine. I want to make uh, it clear to everyone. Some right. people think this right. is my job. This is my business. Uh, no, this is totally a hobby. I make pizza at home. I uh, write about pizza. I film videos begrudgingly. Never wanted to be in a video. Um, <laughs> and, uh you know, and, you know, you meet all these people, you get all these messages, you see what people are doing out there. And there's some inspirational stuff on the Internet. And uh, I choose to focus on positive things that are out there. It's easy to get, you know, sort of lost in uh, politics or negativity or trolling. But there's so much good stuff going on out there. And, uh, you know, just uh, networking through social media, uh, you know, I found Freddie and uh, found a lot of people that way. It's, it's amazing who you can run into online. Yeah, so let's go back. You started this whole venture, I think it was nine years ago now? Yeah, 2012. Uh, started in 2012. I was uh, just going back uh, for my MBA in grad school. And uh, one of the projects sort of alluded to a website uh, or, or something. Uh, the, the project wasn't exactly go create a website, but I always wanted to have my own website. And I always had a passion for pizza and local pizza. And I sort of just combined all that. And I said, I'm going to be a blogger. And uh, whew, it, I, like, it, was, it, it just felt weird. It, felt, it wasn't really the cool thing to do, particularly in Northeast PA. Uh, I stayed uh, anonymous about it. I didn't tell my friends. I didn't tell you know, my parents. And I just was typing about you know, pizza, just writing articles, writing reviews. Terribly, terribly written, bad photos with my flip phone. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, uh, I, I one day one of my buddies texted me and they said, hey, you got to check this guy out. And I said, well, this guy's me. And uh, I said, <laughs> oh, I didn't realize, you know. Uh, so I'll never forget that day when I, uh, you know, came out of the, the pizza box, if you will. And then okay. uh, I, I figured, you know, so after a little while, I realized that, um, you know, people were interested in this. Oh, my, my background's going south here, I see. Yeah, I've got to clear that up. I, lo I love the uh, you know, <laughs> local, 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 nice pizza pictures in the background for those of you who are just listening to audio. It's it's all about uh, local for me at this point. Uh, so anyway, I, you know, I, I started, you know, say who I was. I was no longer a secret shopper. And, uh, you know, I just kept writing. But uh, my friends kept telling me, you got to do videos. And uh I don't have a face for video, right? Like you, 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 you know, you're a radio guy, but you know, you got to look to you, Johnny. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have that look. I'm a face for radio guy, you know? <laughs> so I said, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be in front of the camera, but uh, you know, so I tried a couple and uh, it wasn't, it didn't feature my me on camera. It was sort of a voiceover thing. And those really started to take off. And uh you know, a lot more popular that people don't want to read a full article anymore, even though that's what I take the most pride in doing, right? Mm -hmm. I enjoy writing and expressing myself in that way. And pizza happens to be the topic that I enjoy writing about. Uh, but anyway, to reach people and have a bigger impact, I pivot to doing videos and articles now. And uh, then, um, you know, my buddies kept telling me, like, just why don't you just get out there? And by this time, Portnoy was doing his thing out in front of, uh, you know, businesses. And I said, I don't want to like, he has a whole routine and a following and like, that's not me. I don't have a comedy bit. I don't have, you know, like, I, I just want to show pizza and I want to, you know, represent Northeast PA because we have something special here. Uh, so I sort of started doing it my way, which was, you know, in the car or actually inside the restaurant and then voiceover uh, my opinion later that type of thing. And I just wanted to be me. I wanted to do my own style if I was going to be, you know, on video. Uh, but my only rule is one cut, not one bite. Everybody knows the rule. one cut. I, I, I point the, the camera at my face. I don't have a cameraman or anything. And I just do it one time. You know, that's why I'm loving this podcast. We're doing one cut for better or worse. Right. Yep. Um, and I, you know, I saw you don't edit, no post edits. I right. Not, not so, We'll do it live. Um, and uh, so that's sort of my style. You know, what you see is what you get. Um, I, you know, I, I take a lot of pride in being honest. Uh, but I also say, um, you know, I won't say a bad 
thing about a local pizzeria, right? I'll be honest, but um, I, I don't think I need to be impacting people's livelihoods negatively, particularly at this point in time, right? And there's also a chance that maybe I don't understand the pizza. Maybe I got a bad pizza. Uh, everybody has a bad day. They don't need me out there trashing uh, their livelihood. Sure. Uh, and also, I get so many messages from people. Like, I have a circle of like 100 people that are reliable that tell me, where to go get pizza, I know it's going to be good before I get there, right? So the criticism a lot of times is you never say a bad thing. Well, first, I'm a positive person by nature. And second, these these people, a lot of them are out there struggling and, you know, they're putting their heart and soul into the product. They don't need me out there trashing it. And that's just my view. And uh, I won't change it. It'd be one thing if you were just Joe Schmo on the street, like, you know, all oh, this pizza sucks. And no one even like really took your word for it, right? But right. I mean, again, you've you've made yourself a pretty you know big name, I think, here as um, you know a guy who re- reviews pizza, stops at the best places, and you know you're like, like you said, you're a positive influence for these local businesses. And I think you know your friends telling you that you have to do videos as much as you think that you know you didn't want to be on camera, you don't want to do this than that. I think videos are very important and that's because especially for pizza, right? I mean, you want to be able to see it, you want to see the the thickness of the crust, you want to see the melted cheese, you want to see, you want to see all that. And, you know, as much as the written word kind of gets the point across, nothing does better than a, a visual, you know, for a great pizza especially. You're so right. My my first boss uh in the pizzeria that I worked in, the place used to be called Donio's in Clark Summit. Uh, if anyone's familiar with that. But my first boss always told me people eat with their eyes, right? And that all has stuck with me. Uh, And what he meant was, you know, don't just put it together. You know, you have to make it taste good, but also visually it looks good. Uh, And then, you know, I've run, I've talked to people all around the industry. I talked to some marketing folks and they, you know, they say photos on the menu are very impactful because people want to be shown what it is. That's why, you know, they bring the dessert card out. They don't ask right. you if you want tiramisu. They show you the tiramisu. Uh, so that, it's important. And that, that's a that's a point well taken. Like, you know, now I sort of embrace the, uh, you know, the videos. I, I don't like any of them that I'm in, uh, but I understand that's the medium that people seek, right? They don't yeah. want to see me. They want to see the pizza, first of all. Um, but... I also think they they need they want to hear somebody's opinion, and I've given enough. I've done hundreds and hundreds of reviews. They they know my tendencies, and people who've read or watched enough know what I like and know what I don't. And whether they agree or disagree, they kind of know where I stand, right? The same way people can kind of like people with uh, El Presidente will say, "I I could tell by the look on his eye. I know if he was going to give it an eight, you know." Uh, yeah. So, and it, it's kind of neat to have a following and. Uh, to be honest, I love having um, a lot of you know followers who I can engage with. Just a number to me, I don't, I could care less if people know who I am, um, really. And uh, but I do care that people know about Northeast PA that we have something special here, that we have uh, multiple unique uh, pizzas, right? So you see an old forge over here, um, but we have pan-fried Sicilian pizza too, which is our own. Uh, it, you know, and we have some other variations that are just unique to us, right? Pan-fried Sicilian pizza. I mean, we talk about Old Forge because we have the pizza capital of the world thing, but you know, pan-fried Sicilian. There's only 50 places, to my knowledge, in the in the world that make it, and really, uh, 50 of them are in Pennsylvania, and really, 49 of them are here. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, so that I mean, that's my research. A lot of anecdotes, a lot of polling people, a lot of asking, a lot of looking all over social media. But, you know, to me, though, those are the facts that I bring to the table here. I, I publish an article on my website, nepapizzareview.com. Of the list of 50, I think we just added one. We had a pizzeria uh, experimenting with it. Uh, I think it was Pasquale's down in Luzerne County. And uh, so we're up to 51 places with it, and it's getting more popular. So it sounds like you've done some research. What What do you think it is about Northeastern Pennsylvania that makes the pizza so good because I mean, it's, that's the constant theme, right? You can't mm-hmm. get a good pizza. People move away to, you know, even Chicago or, you know, Colorado or whatever they move across the, the country 
and they're like, I, we miss the pizza from, from home. Like, what is it about this area that, uh, you know, just causes such, such a, an uproar about, you know, pizza. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I, I think a lot of it has to do with, now you, there's great areas for pizza. I was in New Haven, Connecticut, amazing pizza up there. Uh, New York, of course, amazing pizza. That's my style, the thin, crispy. Uh, but here, not only do we have quality and just such a diverse uh, offering of pizza, which I don't know can be matched anywhere. When you take Lackawanna and Luzerne County and the different types that we have here, um, and the different types that we're adding, like Detroit-style pizza coming into the market here, uh, we just have so much. But really what I think it comes down to, and I've talked to a ton of people, and I've written some articles uh, about it, and is it's what you grow up with. And it's uh, it, pizza is so deeply personal, right? Um, it's people, they grow up with it. They identify with it. It's like a sports team, right? So sure. if I if I tell you, uh, Johnny, what's your favorite pizza? Oh, you want me to answer this for real? Sure. One of your one of your favorites. I mean, you, I, yeah. Pizza Perfect is is one of my favorites. I mean, but awesome I place. But like you said, I I kind of grew up with that, so I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah. So you so you identify with it, right, and it didn't take you long to to come up with that, right? And uh, so you know, if you're in an elevator, sometimes people talk about the weather. Well, I, I talk about pizza, and it's just as easy to talk about, but it's deeply personal. You carry it with you, and so many people are just looking for an outlet to talk about their favorite pizza. And I think that has driven a lot of the success in my growth because people just want to express opinions and hear opinions and find new places. But really, I, I think it's that what we have here is so unique. And I'm referring specifically to, um, you know, uh, Old Forge, Pan Fried Sicilian, but I'm also referring to Maroni's, Andy's, Angelo's, uh, I'm going to miss a bunch of historic ones. Uh, people talk about of Alfredo's in Scranton. Uh, there's there's a ton of them uh, down in Hazleton. We're talking about the Skamutz cheese on uh, on the Tavern Pits, P-I-T-Z, uh, at Snaps. You know, we're talking about the cold cut pizza at Carmen's. And, and like, we just have it all, right? And people one way or another identify with one or two or three of those things or, or all of them like me. Uh, and they take a lot of pride in it and then they move away. And a lot of places, particularly the South and the Midwest have chain pizza. And well, that's not special. There's no character in a Domino's crust or a Papa John's, although I do like dipping a crust into the, uh, the garlic sauce. Yes. Uh, but there's nothing special or remarkable about it or different. You know, I didn't grow up with that. Uh, right. I did grow up with the. I have my book it pinned somewhere over here, but uh, I did pizza grow Hut. up with Pizza Hut. Pizza so Hut, yes, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I identify with Pizza Hut, right? Sure. You know, so yeah, book it. Yeah, I remember going and getting like a Ninja Turtle, like it's like, like oh, it was a huge button almost. Like I remember a lot of that stuff. It, it was it was amazing experience. They had a great thing there, and they also gave away great toys, as I recall too. Yeah. So. Um, that was cool. That was a good, cool place to sit, spend your Friday night or, yeah. or wherever it was, you know. And you got to be but, careful too. You're, you're you're listing off all these places, so you're like, oh, this this place is great. This place is great. There's people who are like, no, that place sucks. This is the place you got to go to. Like, people are like loyal to to a fault almost because they're like, I can't yeah. try anything else. This is my pizza place. This is the kind I like. I won't go anywhere else. Yeah. So such a pervasive mentality. However, though, I think part of what I've been able to accomplish here, and I'm very proud of it, is I almost have a following, a Friday, a Pizza Friday following of people who look Thursday nights where to go. And a lot of people tell me they're using my website as a resource, but it's not a mistake that every Thursday night I post my review video because I found that people are looking Thursday to plan for Friday where they want to go. Absolutely. And um, what happens then is, you know, sometimes it has an impact, you know, five or 10 people, uh, you know, go buy a pizza, but sometimes you have a profound impact and it's, it's just like, it, it's heartwarming. I can't even tell you, uh, you know, some of the feedback I've got from owners that, you know, may have been struggling and, uh, you know, let me know that they really needed that shot in the arm or, you know, I'm not changing someone's business model i'm not making them successful forever but like 
one good weekend, three good weeks, uh, it could make a big difference between closing the doors and not. And I, I don't have a bar stool fund to do this, but you know, if I could be a pizza influencer, which I never set out to be, uh, and use it for that good, man, like I'll keep doing this forever or as long as you know Absolutely. the pizza gods allow, right? Absolutely. No, and all you need is that that awareness, really. For one, and then once you get past that, you know, word of mouth is a phenomenal tool, and that's that, and that's the uh, kind of the the igniter for the whole the whole thing. And I I just saw you did Cheers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a, a huge response. And I by a complete accident, I was talking to somebody. His name's Brian. He lives, I think, in the West Pittston area. And I don't even know how you got brought up. It wasn't like I mentioned your name or even the the pizza review page. He just said, oh, I, I saw this review about Cheers online. I lived there a block away from there my entire life. I never knew it was there. So, I mean, obviously, and you're definitely bringing awareness to not only people that may need it, but just, you know, people who like, you know, people like me, who I, I mean, I didn't know that was there. I had no idea. Um, but uh, you you know who started by, you know, the you want a pizza me guys, even though they're not active, they're some very trustworthy uh, pizza advisors to me. And uh, they pointed this one out and I said, it must be a new place. It's got to be a new place. And uh, I got there and uh, I walk out front uh, to the to the awning that is out there. And, uh, you know, I hold the cell phone up, like doing a selfie style, which is just still embarrassing to me. Uh, and then, so, you know, I do my intro and I start walking and I, and I say, I wanted to like kind of show people where you entered. So I turn the camera and I look up and there's a banner that says 35 years in business. Um, just crazy. Let me just close this here. And uh, I said, well, how could I not know about this? You know, and uh, I go in and the guy was awesome, like really cool guy. Um, and then, uh, you know, so. He's telling me about the place and, and you know, how it all, you know, how, how it's going and how, it, you know, it's a bar pie, very thin. It's it's unique because it's a 16-inch large bar pie. And those, a uh, bar pie is really supposed to be a small uh, thing right. that you'd enjoy by yourself. Very flavorful, salty, that would be crunchy and light, so you keep drinking more, right? Sure. Um, so he's doing something different, and it tastes different, and it looks different, and it feels different. And uh, I got in the car and I opened it and I was like, this is, this is going to be one of those, you know, I, I just knew it was going to take off uh, because it was different and I didn't have anything to compare it to. My first thing, I, I sort of checked my pizza encyclopedia as to, for some reason, I remember every pizza I've ever eaten or at least reviewed. And uh, I, I couldn't draw a comparison immediately. And I said, this thing is special and this is going to be this is going to go somewhere. And that was the second most views I ever got on a video. So, um, you know, I think, and I think I, I saw a couple days in a row that they uh, had sold out after that video posted. So that was pretty cool. Um, really happy about that. Yeah. So you mentioned that was your second uh, highest viewed video. Let's talk about your first. And I believe, and if I'm wrong, I apologize. Uh, those doing my research, AKA me have failed me. Um, uh, Demuros or Demuros mm-hmm. rather, Demuros, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, in Pittston, Pennsylvania. Uh, now I, I currently live in Duryea. So, and I lived in Duryea for a little over four years now, up until I moved here, I never knew what Demuros was, but my wife grew up in Pittston, you know, she used, you know, big on Demuros. Uh, and I guess they're really well known for their white pizza. Correct. Yes. Uh, and that video, and I'm, I'm assuming it's, it's uh, north of this number, but two hundred eighty thousand. Yeah, right around there. Uh, I I didn't. I've never had. So I don't know what a viral video even means. If it's a million or a thousand or what. So for me, this video went viral because sure. it exceeded all metrics. You know. Uh, it it made over one million. It, it went into one million people's Facebook feeds, okay. uh, which was like astonishing, right? So, yeah. uh, and my first thought is like, awesome, because like how much money ch- Facebook would have charged Demuros to get 
a million people to see their pizza. Um, it, I, I can't even, I don't even know what that number would be. And again, I don't do, I'm not in a business, but I think about the business and right. the opportunities. Right. And I said, wow, good, good for them because they, you know, it's different. It's unique. And like their pizza is just out there. I got messages from people in Canada, you know, California. I didn't really see anything, uh, Europe, uh, but I, I got a lot of messages and, uh, I, you know, I might as well say many of them were the bar stool, the stoolies and, uh, they, they don't, they don't receive other pizza review guys very well. Well, let's just say that. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, and, you know, I, I just, I just, I take it, you know, some were really assessing my health in a negative way and making some judgments. Really? And, yeah. Some very, very nasty things. And, uh, based you on know, what? What's that? I, I, you know, my, my stature, I guess, or, you know, I guess I'm larger than, uh, than Mr. Portnoy, which by the way, <laughs> I've got several barstool shirts and pizza shirts in my, in my dresser, you know, it's like you can see them in my videos, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't follow extremely closely, but, uh, you know, like the barstool fund is an awesome thing that's going on, but I just don't see myself. People think that I'm, those folks seem to think that I was, I'm trying to compete with barstool. Right. Not possible not possible i have no interest in having a global audience or even a national audience which i did there uh i only have an interest in telling the story of northeast pa and the special stuff that we have here but so it was neat i learned a lot of things um i learned that i need to put the address and the state in my uh in my description because i'm getting it to a wider audience i, I usually just say pittston because i assume if you're right. from scranton you know where pittston is right, right. So, um, but, but yeah, you're, you're getting big. guys from Canada reaching out to you. <laughs> yeah. A, but, uh, you know, they, they also know how to use uh, choice, choice language as well. Yeah, but yeah. you know what though, <laughs> all that was to me and I, you know, I hit it because, uh, I hit a lot of the comments only because like it distracted from the story that I was trying to tell. Right. It's not about me. It's about the pizza. It's about, uh, this one happened to be Demuro's. And uh, you know what? Good for them that they got on such a big stage. And I didn't need those comments to distract from the great thing that was going on there. And sure. uh, because there were very many awesome comments too. But you know what? Those those negative ones, they just need a hug. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they just need a hug and they need some positivity. So uh we'll give it, we'll give it to them. With the next video, I'll do better. We'll, we'll sure. go with that. So, I mean, do, do you hear back from these these owners as far as like, hey, like you know, you were here, uh, my business increased uh, ten percent, or, or, or you know, I mean, do they do that for you? They do. Um, you know, some I never, I never talk to, never, never hear. Like if it's a busy night, I'm just a regular customer. You know, um, uh, I have owners that request me to come. Uh, my list is about 125, 130 pizzerias long that I have to get to that I haven't gotten to yet. That many um, more? Yeah, that many wow. more requests. Yeah. That's great. Um, so, it, you know, and I wish I could help them all, but, you know, the body can only, I don't know how, you know, we keep talking about, I keep mentioning Porto here. I don't know how he is doing, you know, six pizzas in a week. I, I, I'm trying to get down to just one. Well, and, let's, let's be fair. I mean, there's a couple of things there, right? He, it's it's one bite, maybe two. Everyone knows the rules, so he's he's mm -hmm. not he's not eating full slices. And honestly, I mean, you look fantastic for as much, as much pizza as you <laughs> eat. I mean, I, let's let's be fair. So those guys, those haters, you know, talking trash about your health or whatever, get out of here. But um, and, and I mean, Portland's probably got a a physical trainer and all that kind of stuff. He, he's he does okay. He's he's. Very successful. I, I'm a big fan of Dave Portnoy. Um, some of my friends are not. I, I will admit that I am a, a big fan. I think uh, what he does is is pretty great. And that's why I'm happy that um, there's someone like you for our area doing, you know, something very similar on, on a big scale. I mean, because it is and on a national scale. Okay, maybe you're, you're not Dave Portnoy. But I think at the NEPA level, what you're doing and for doing for the local businesses is is a great thing. So. Well, you know, I, I sort of look at it uh, in a way that, you know, what you're doing for the local music scene, right? So, 
um, in a lot of ways, I mean, I know we have NEPA scene and we have some other, uh, you know, similar projects that sort of work together, but I mean, you, you're dedicated and you know, I'm grateful to be on the channel to, to talk here, but you're just, you're dedicated to promoting those folks and that fundraiser you're doing is awesome with the shirts. Um, Thank you. you know, so in a lot of ways, I see some, a lot of similarities because, you know, you have a voice at the microphone or the pizza counter, but you know, what does that mean if, if nobody's coming in the door or coming to, or the, or the bar is closed that you usually play on on a Thursday night, right? Right. Who's got that voice and how, how, you know, how, who, who's got that unified voice to bring it together. And uh, you know, you're doing a great job with that. So. Thank you. I mean, I think we need, you know, champions of, of certain sectors of, you know, and, that's one thing I like about NEPAs because not that I'm, I'm a big fish, but I mean, because I don't think that of myself at all, but like you can be a big fish in a small pond. Mm-hmm. And I, when I say that, I mean, people listening or watching, I don't want people to think that I think I'm bigger than I am. Cause I'm, I'm very like, like you said, I, I mean, I don't, I, I like doing this only because I can see you and I can talk to you. Right. Like if I had my way, there would be no COVID. I would have a studio somewhere and you and I would be sitting across the desk from each other having a, a conversation like, you know, humans. Mm-hmm. But here we are, we're doing this and, you know, it is what it is. So please, anyone listening or watching, I, I don't think I'm a, uh, anything bigger than I am. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a nobody, really. Um, I'm just trying to do uh, the good thing, right? Yeah, and Johnny, I think what you are is genuine. And uh, you know, I watched your interview uh, with with Clyde, and uh, he also used that word as I was thinking it as well. So I think that's why people gravitate to you. Actually, I know that's why people gravitate toward you. Um, they know that what they're getting is is legit. It's real, and uh, you know, you're very sincere. So. It comes across. So I don't think you appreciate the explanation for the people, but I think they know, I think they can feel. And, uh, you know, it's, it's cool to be able to, you know, become the voice of something. Although I often say we need more pizza bloggers here in Northeast PA. Help me tell the story. I'll help promote your stuff. Like there's, I don't have any rivals, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, is things are competitive to to an extent right i think as as we advance and you know technology is what it is you know there's more people can do the things we're doing so like you know back in the, i mean i grew up watching michael jordan so like for me i wanted to be the best so like you you grow up with that that competitive edge and you and you want to be the best and there's nothing wrong with that but you know like there's uh, there's a, a bunch of podcasters that are popping up now. I mean, uh, Bill Corcoran Jr. is one. He's celebrating his one-year anniversary within the next month or so. He does a great job. He's got a nice little studio uh, in Corcoran Printing. Um, the sound quality from him is great. He's interviewing uh, guests who are, you know, talking about, um, you know, addiction or or just doing positive things in the area. Uh, he's doing a great job. And, you know, there's a company called Conversion Works, they started a podcast called getting to know the five, seven, Oh, and again, similar, just, you know, interviewing people in the five, seven, Oh, so, but it's great. It's, it's, it's everyone kind of having the same goal and just, you know, highlighting the strengths of this area. And I think what makes that important and why it's great is because, you know, this area will continue to be the, you know, I know that there's an armpit of New Jersey, but like this, this area will continue to be that, like that, like, you know, stale coal town, like, you know, people with no teeth and yada, 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 you know, the list goes on unless there's people like us highlighting the the greatness that this area also has. You're so right. I remember when I was in high school, I think we're probably similar in age. I'm probably a little older, but um, I was in high school and a lot of the sentiment from, you know, folks that I went to school with was, you got to get out of here to succeed. And I just never felt that way. I looked around and said, this is awesome. That's all his history and culture. And like the fact that, you know, you can go from Dunmore to Scranton and they're like two different countries. They have like a, a, a street in between them, but yep. the mentalities and the background and the culture, it's so cool. Like I flew to Mexico on spring break. I felt more, I, 
you know, I didn't cross any borders, you know, I would like, it was the same people there, but when you go to Luzerne County, it's totally different and in a good way, right? It, there's just so many different things that makes us quirky and unique and special. And those things, I think it's important for, you know, podcasters, bloggers, radio personalities, not the visitors bureau. It's for us to tell that story because we have, we, you know, we have a certain street credit and I think we're pretty responsible with it. And it's, it is more powerful coming from just the average person. You know, I'm just a one take guy. My screen went black behind me and that's okay. Right. We're talking, it's about the substance. It's about what we have, you know, and really like you can look at, Oh, geez, we, you know, we don't have a Chick-fil-A yet and all the corruption and all, you know, you can look at those things, but you're never going to get anywhere and you're not going to appreciate what we have if you don't, you know, look around and smell the roses. And I know this is not all, it's not all positive all the time. And the world's not. No. But Northeast PA is an awesome place. And people should be proud to be from here. And, you know, I happen to be proud of the pizza scene. Um, you know, I know you appreciate the pizza scene. But, like, man, the local artists here, like, I, I'm a little bit out of, you know, when you the wife and the kids took me out of the, you know, the local scene a little bit, uh, you know. Uh, I can still remember, uh, you know, Destination West was one of my bands we liked. And uh, yep. who's Ken Norton's band there? Um, Grace's Downfall. Grace's Downfall was my favorite. Uh, I used to chase Breaking Benjamin around before yeah, they went man. big. Um, but, uh, you know, so really just like so much cool stuff. Like we have a multi-platinum artist that came from Wilkes-Barre, right? Like that's yep. awesome. Uh, so, I mean, we, and we have bands that were like, like I mean, you have fuel it's not an epa but it's it's close uh motionless and white that's a little of a bit of a, a hard metal type of band but they do very very well title fight the menzingers are, they're more punk um not to level of breaking benjamin but i mean they're still doing very well i mean and the, the badleys from the, the the 90s um great band and there's a lot of talent that comes out of here and and there's even there's there's more talent now. Oh, I should say now. There's when I started that radio show like three years ago, I thought I had my finger on the pulse of like what was good and what was going on. And like I started that show and I got flooded with like these band submissions. And I'm listening to them like these guys are from Nanakook. It was like send requests to be specific. I'm like, holy shit, like this is crazy. This is so good. How are they not signed? Like, how are they not going further? Uh it's it's amazing. It really is. I, you know, I'll bring up the, your, your interview with Clyde uh, there, who I, the name of his band escapes me, but um, I listened Sleep to Lord. his single, huh? Sleep Lore. Sleep Lore. And his, uh, his new single, uh, you guys were talking about it and, you know, using some terms and some comparisons, you know, I, I, I'm not so musically inclined, but I said, so let me go listen to this. And I was like, what? I, you know, I'm not the judge of quality music, but man, it was like, it, it felt familiar. It felt like it, it was something I should be hearing on the radio. Uh, it was real. That was cool. And I don't usually connect with songs right away. Even, you know, when the new Breaking Ben CD would come out, I was like, you know, yeah. I connected with that song and that was really cool. So I got to I got to seek out Clyde and uh, I'll send him a message on Facebook. Tell him I thought it was awesome. Yeah, Clyde, if you're listening, uh, Jim here messaged me saying, I know Clyde plays guitar, but is that him singing too? I'm like, yeah, man, that's everything. He does everything on that. And um, I, and like you, I mean, I've known Clyde as like just a musician. Like, uh, you know, he just got a production studio in Clark Summit. But I mean, I grew up seeing him on stages just playing guitar, like, you know, like you were saying. So for to, to hear him do that, I'm really proud of him and uh such a great song. It's called Let Go. If you're if you're listening to this and you want to check it out, it's streaming on all the uh the streaming services. But um he just released a new song called Waited. Uh different than Let Go, but um I I said to him, I think this song called Waited belongs in a Zach Braff movie. And we we joked back and forth about uh Garden State would be a perfect movie for that song to be in. But yeah, I mean I, I Clyde's a great dude. Um uh, another positive impact on our, our community. And uh, we're lucky to have people like that. 
it was cool. I, I met him, uh, you know, like I said, we were, I was a dishwasher and so was he, I think we were both kind of accounting and finance guys in school and stuff. So it's kind of neat to, you know, have that experience. You know, he went on to be a cook and I went on to be the pizza guy. Uh, and now he's doing that. It's really, it's kind of neat. Like who would have, you know, who would have thought that, you know, 15 or 20 years later, you'd see me doing pizza and him, you know, create his own out single. That was like, yeah. I you think know, he's actually, really, I think he's in finance too. I, I don't, I mean, he does the music secondary. Um, but I think he's in some kind of, <laughs> I should know this. I don't know why I don't, but uh, yeah, he does some kind of, I think finance for something as a full-time gig. Mm-hmm. But, I, I understand he's very good at it. His reputation precedes him. So, yeah. um, but that, that was neat, you know, and uh, that was really cool to see that. But that's, I think that's just, I, I wouldn't know. I know uh, Clyde, but I wouldn't have connected any dots and found that song today. Uh, had it not been for watching your podcast. So yeah, Clyde, you hear that? <laughs> so that was, that was pretty cool. Right. So like, you know, music influencer right there. And yeah. uh, that was neat. Hopefully you got a little fraction of something for my click on that thing. But <laughs> He um, probably got 0. 0.00000001 cent. More than zero, I guess. Right. <laughs> but uh, Hey, well let's, let's push that and let's, let's do like uh you know, the guys are doing with GameStop uh, and uh, let's let's push it high and uh, let, let's get his let's get the plays going for. Clark. Yeah, I mean, I'm not familiar with stocks like I I am like an idiot. I'm, a, I'm an idiot for most things. Um, stock. I mean, are you familiar with stocks? Yes. So, I, I mean, are you in finance? You said uh, yeah, well, the finance background. Yeah. OK. Yeah. I My I mean, my head exploded today. Um but from what I mean, I, and I watched Dave Portnoy's video uh, about an hour before we jumped on this and like, I loved his take on it. And he's basically saying like, you know, it's fine and fair for these, these hedge funds. Um, but, you know, now that they're kind of getting screwed, now we got to like change the rules. Um, I just think it's wild. I mean, I, I, I don't know enough about it and my brain mm-hmm. is not uh able to comprehend it <laughs> but uh i think we're gonna see a lot of uh i don't want to say changes but like maybe some changes i don't know well you know uh, I, I know this isn't a finance podcast but no uh, no no but i mean like my goal uh, yeah. of having this podcast is like you know let's talk about what you're doing yeah. great awesome so so two well first of all two things I uh, recommend you watch one is billions it's a, a showtime with the rock uh, what's that with the rock no uh, this one's with um geez the the two the two stars are kind of slipping my mind at the moment uh, but uh, it's about a, a high powered like district attorney type person and a billionaire hedge fund type person and how the hedge fund sort of operates to make sure that his profits, you know, exceed everything. Uh, really cool premise. And uh, even if you're not into finance, like it gives you a perspective into how hedge funds operate and why they have the privilege they have. And, uh, you know, of course it's got a Hollywood twist on it, but that's, sure. a, that's a neat one. And then another one is uh, the big short, which is not exactly stocks, but uh, that one is, um, about the you know housing crisis and the mortgage crisis and how that works. So I don't know if you saw that. Either I did. Those. I did see that. I don't think I was in the right mind frame to. And when I say mind frame, I just wasn't like ready for that kind of movie. So when I watched it, I just kind of it just went over my head. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, it's it's very relevant to the discussion, and uh, you know, it's 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 interesting because we do when you boil down all the politics, and I don't want to get into politics. Um, but you boil everything going on in the country, it kind of comes down to little guy versus big guy, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was so much evidence today that, that that's kind of going on. And, uh, you know, I have a Robinhood account. I didn't participate, but I got the email. Well, no, that wasn't what was happening. We just, you know, paused it, you know, for volatility. Right. So I just, it was interesting. I wasn't there. I don't have any interest or I don't, you know, I don't, I don't have, I don't have any firsthand experience with it, but it certainly doesn't look good on the surface uh, as to, you know, what's going on there. Yeah. It's weird. 
the whole world is weird. I mean, on top of a pandemic and, you know, politics, the new president and just, you know, people going crazy. And now <laughs> the stock market is where it's at. I mean, like, what's next? What's next? It's it's one thing. I will, well, I, I hope we'll always have pizza to comfort us, you know, we'll come, come back pizza. around. Uh, and, we'll, you know, we have music, like you, like you said. But uh, there's a lot of good, though. We have a lot of good stuff going on. It's interesting. And, uh, you know. We'll, we'll roll with the punches, you know, interesting yeah. times. And you said you have, you're, you're married and, and have a kid or kids? Two. I have the pizza princess, which she's, uh, she's 13 now. So I'm not supposed to call her the pizza princess anymore, but I still do branding. <laughs> Got to have branding, right? Uh, on the channel. Um, you know, actually she has more requests uh, sometimes than I do to, to come down. They want her to be on the video. And uh, so she has her own little fan club. And the Pizza Prince is is two, so uh, he's very busy. Uh, he he started his first uh, pizza review video uh, to uh, you know pretty good critical acclaim, I would say. Uh, he definitely got better feedback than I did, so which is which is good and a lot of fun. <laughs> so yeah, you're busy, and I know we were, we were setting this up, and we're like, you know, I, I've got a, a three year old, so I'm, I'm busy, and I you know, you've got a full time job, and you're doing the pizza stuff on the side, and kids and. Life's crazy, man. It is, but you know, I wouldn't want it any other way. I really wouldn't, you know. You um, because, time. Yeah. If I didn't have this, I'd be doing something else. Also, like always gotta be busy. I like to create things. And to me, this is I'm creating something. And I, I don't know what the end result is. Um, and if it goes nowhere other than connecting people in pizza and telling Northeast PA story, I'm totally whole and I'm totally satisfied with it. And that's really all I'm looking for here is to tell our story. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't, you don't financially gain from all these reviews and the time that you spend. Is that correct? That's yeah, that's correct. I, um, I sold, um, I was selling, I sold some shirts last year. I'm going to try that again in a different way. Uh, most of the time though, I sell the shirts for a charitable cause, right? right. So I sold uh, uh, ugly Christmas sweaters um, and things like great. that. But um, so those are th that was fun. Um, you know, we sold quite a bit. Uh, again, raised money for uh, for the Pizza Man's Foundation there, and uh, so a lot of fun. But um, certainly, I mean, it doesn't doesn't even begin to cover the cost. Of, you know, gas, web uh, hosting. Uh, you know, right. But uh, I, what I'm kind of getting at is like you you have a product you have viewers you have all these things that like advertisers and sponsors would want why do you choose not to kind of dabble in that space so i i took on sponsors in my uh i have a annual nepa pizza madness uh tournament that i do uh 64 pizzerias it's kind of a voting uh, challenge where you know there's weekly face-offs and it takes uh, i believe 6 weeks to name a winner uh, but the the software itself is quite expensive. So I'll take on a sponsor for that so that they, you know, they have six weeks of really intense uh, eyeballs on it. And uh, I only ask for the cost of the software and the sponsorship. But uh, other than that, like, I, it's so, it, it's, it's such a free feeling not to have any strings attached, not to uh, have to pitch something for someone or, um, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's just, I'm unencumbered here. Right. right. I, I have no boss, um, other than, you know, the 12,000 followers or whatever on Facebook. And, um, I, I just, I do it. If I don't feel like doing it, I won't, but I always do feel like doing it. Um, it, it it's just, it's a, it's a great feeling. I'm just, you know, I'm not much of an artist, but this is my art, right? And yeah. this is this is my happy place, uh, eating pizza and telling the world about it. And um, sponsors, I mean, maybe maybe one day I would think about it. But like, I get pitched so many ideas. Like, you know, right before I go to bed every night, I'll check my email and there'll be, you know, you know, check out this, you know, pizza cutter or whatever. I already know what the best pizza cutter is. So nobody's going to send me something, you know, that that's, you know, $3 and I'm going to take the, you know, what, the, what am I, I have right. to look at what do my viewers care about? They don't care about the $3. They've already seen me do a how-to video and cut the pizza with the pizza cutter. I really use, they don't, right, they're, right. they're not interested. It has no value. So 
everything I do has to fulfill me and it has to have value to my readers. And I'd rather just not do it. If, if I'm do, like, I'm just thinking of getting a half hearted sponsor that just doesn't align with my values. And, sure. No, no, I, and I wanted to bring that up because I think it also, you know, gives you, you know, you're, you're unbiased. Like there's no one, you know, kind of with, with their hand up your butt telling you what to talk about. You know, Jim is here. What he says is his opinion. And if you like it, great. If not, that's okay too. And he's out there doing this and it's no, there's no financial gain whatsoever. He's just doing it because he loves it. He's, he's proud of it. He loves this area. Uh, and he's one of those guys in, in NEPA that, uh, you know, we should obviously support and he, he's doing great things for the local businesses and, you know, providing great content to, you know, people who are looking for, you know, the next, next pizza on Friday nights. Hey, I appreciate that. But there's a lot of people like us uh, that they're championing their own causes and, you know, pizza happens to be mine, you know, music happens to be yours, but you know, people are out there talking about animal shelters and uh, the homeless and absolutely, um, you know, so I love it. It's, it's great. And that's why I, that's why I wanted to create this platform. Like you said, like my, my core, I think is, is music. And I think 80% of that's going to you know stay that way, but I definitely wanted to diversify and talk to people like you, because I think, you know, your, your, your following is much greater than mine. So, I mean, if I can contribute to that, that's great for me. And I would, I would love to introduce you to, to more people, but um, I definitely just, I just want to, you know, create a, a platform where I can talk to anybody and, and plug anybody and, 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 and create a space where people who are doing great things can talk about it. Because again, you know, going back to what I said before, like, you know, we are here where the people leading the charge, I think in this area and telling people why it's a great place to be as opposed to the older generation or, or even, even young, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pigeonhole it and, and, and call out old, older people, but it's a constant stigma that, you know, like I said before, NEPA, it's this backwards and yada, yada, yada. So I want to, I want to definitely want to break through that, that noise. It's, it's just so great here. Right. So I call, no, first of all, I don't, I don't allow myself to say NEPA, but uh, the only time I say that, and I, I hate it, but I, I need to, I call my fans the NEPA nation. Uh, so I, I'll call on them to come follow you because we just have a similar message, right? And it's just right. one's food, one's music. But uh, so I'll, I'll definitely call on them to, co- to come check your stuff out because you do like just Thank authentic, you. great content here. So, and uh so we'll do that. But, you know, once this COVID and stuff gets over, we got to get out and do another pizza review. Yeah. Uh, I think that'll be a lot of fun. We'll see if we can dust off the you want a pizza with me guys out of retirement. That'd be yeah. Cool. Do you know what happened to them? Busy. I just, yeah. I you know, just, just busy. And then Nick's got like two kids now. I don't know what Joe's up to. Uh, I know he's got well, kids as well, but. They are good at it though. They are. They're funny. I saw their first video come out and I was like, these guys are so, I shared it immediately. I was like, wow, like I, that was really engaging to watch them. Yeah. Cause you know, they have the the folding table out there in the parking lot. <laughs> it's freezing cold. And the traffic, they're like yeah. on the street with, and the traffic's flying by. You can sometimes barely hear what they're saying and oh, they don't care. Awesome. Awesome. And then the time they put like, I think they did Angelo's and Jerry's side by side, you know, yeah. to see who won or whatever. It, it was pretty cold. Uh, so I hope they returned to the circuit because uh, they got they fancy. Got, they started bringing wine to the table. <laughs> the reuniti, right? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. They, they were great. One thing I wanted to say to you, um, you introduced me to it. And I think maybe I had it before, but you kind of brought it to the forefront for me. Uh, cupping pepperoni. Yes. Like I feel like I've had it before and I didn't know what I was having, but like, I knew I knew that I liked it. I don't know where it was. Um, but explain to people what that is. Cause I think it's phenomenal. Okay. So cupping pepperoni or, uh, you know, as we call it cup and char pepperoni, cause it curls up and the edge sort of chars. And so you get this like greasy, you know, a little bit of grease cause it catches in, in the cup. But, uh, what it is, is it's, a uh, 
it's it's a different type of pepperoni that when it heats up, it it just curls on the edge. And I think you feel like you had it before because that's what most pepperoni used to be back in the day until they engineered it to lay flat and look like there was more there. That was engineered? I believe so, right? So you can always get pepperoni like that. But if you remember when we were going to get Book It at Pizza Hut, you could probably envision though there Maybe were there was. Was little little puddles of grease in the that's pepperoni. what it was. Thank you, Jim. Yes, you are absolutely right. That's what I remember. Thank yeah. you. So and I, it's not. I don't want. I don't want to be right, but I just want to. I just want to say like this is where we've gone over 20, 30 years. It, you know, we've gone away from it, and now it's uh, it's a delicacy. It's hard to find up here. We're the suppliers in Northeast PA. We don't have a lot of good. Um, supply chain because there's not a lot of consumer demand but i'm trying to change that right you notice like once a week i'm making a pizza with the cup and char pepperoni and people are like where do you get it where do you get it well there's two places now you can get it in the supermarket hormel makes one uh they call it cup and crisp that i know is at weiss and i know is at um price chopper so you can get it there i also know that it is very very tasty um and uh the other place wegmans has a spicy cup pepperoni they call it that is extremely tasty i've used that quite a bit um the other one i use is kind of restaurant grade kind of hard to get your hands on so not sure it's worthy of mentioning here but um you know it, it you have to really source it in a you know you can't just walk in somewhere and buy it right so before I let you go, you you just talked about you actually cook pizza at home, and I think you do videos of that as well. So you're not only a guy who goes around northeastern Pennsylvania and does you know pizza reviews of other people's pizza. You cook pizza at home as well. Yeah, and, and for me, um, again, I I guess I have my wife's a teacher, and I always say, boy, I can never do your job, right? Um, because she's just so gifted at what she does, but. I guess, you know, either she's rubbing off on me or I, I do have a desire to teach um, because um, I, I was approached by a local college before the pandemic started to teach a two-day pizza class. And, of course, I just said yes immediately. Then I was like, oh, man, I really have to give people value here, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I was, like, planning and planning, and I had recipes and rewriting recipes and because I didn't want to just use somebody else's recipe. And... Uh, but pizza is like maybe 40% the recipe, you know, 50%, uh, you know, process. And then 10% is about the love, you know, like that's just important, uh, important, right? Uh, so anyway, that ended up getting canceled. And it left sort of an empty, empty place in me where I said, let me try this, you know. And I started off doing a, it was like a one-hour Facebook Live uh how to make pan fried Sicilian pizza. And uh, that was well received. And I got a lot of comments that, oh, you need to do white pizza. You need to do this and that. And I was like, oh, geez. Like, um, but, I, you know, so I have to strike a balance because I can't give away the pizzeria owner's trade secrets. So I'm always very careful to make my own, um, I, I make them like entry level type pizzas, right? So give you enough to go experiment and figure it out on your own. Um, while, you know, giving you some tricks of the trade, but also not saying, here's how, insert very popular historical pizzeria here, does it. Because, you know, that's just, I love the mystique about these, you know, about a Victory Pig or about a Andy's Pizza. Like, awesome. Like, sure. like I wouldn't want to know. Like, do you want to see a magician's trick again after you see it? No. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, you already know the secret. So what's the point? Yeah. I got you. Mm-hmm. Well, Jim, uh, thanks for spending some time with me today. Uh, I love what you're doing. It was a pleasure meeting you for, I think we, I think we hung up for like a half hour, but we didn't like talk. So I'm, I'm glad that we got a chance to do this um, and kind of put a more of a, a person behind uh, your, your online, you know, persona. So thank you. Thank you for what you do. Um, I'm looking forward to the next hundred. <laughs> you have a list of a hundred places you gotta go. So, uh, where can people find you uh, online? 
You can find me, uh, all the social media is at NEPA Pizza Review. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, my website, NEPAPizzareview.com. Cool. And we're calling on the, uh, I, I, I prefer to say NEPA. You said NEPA before. <laughs> the, the NEPA natives, is that what you said? Or NEPA, NEPA Nation. NEPA Nation. We'll call on NEPA Nation to to keep our 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 trajectory moving forward. So yeah, get this guy some subscribers. I, well, you know, I could use them too, but the the more subscribers we have, the more we can tell uh, Northeast PA story. So five seven zero is the place to be. I'm convinced of that. And you know, let's keep it local. Let's support the small businesses and the little guys. And uh, you know, let's let's do it together. Yeah, they need it now more than ever before, and uh, I'm really happy to see the local local guys continuing to push through. And I hate the word, but I'll use it here because it makes sense. But pivot in you know <clears throat> what has been a crazy time uh, in the past year, and it, it just uh, proud of you guys for for continuing moving forward. And um, I'm sure a lot of that has to do with Jim and what he does. So Jim, thank you again. And uh, hopefully COVID will be over soon and you and I can go out. We'll have a pizza. Maybe we'll do like a live podcast when, you know, when we can get out, get out of the house and, and on site. That'd be awesome. We'll, have, we'll Clyde do little riffs in between. Uh, yeah, Clyde, come on over. We'll, we'll, we'll book him. He'll play. He'll play some songs uh, that night. We'll have some pizzas. We'll have a great night. Perfect. Awesome. It sounds play. normal. It does but, sound normal. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be careful being normal now, right? Right. So, right. Um, right. So. Jim, thanks again. I appreciate it. And hopefully I'll see you soon. Thanks so much, Shannon. I appreciate it. All right. See you. Take care.